Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. And with us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. He's the coach of the Colorado Mesa men's basketball team, Mike DeGeorge. Mike, hope you had a wonderful Christmas. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well, Jim. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, you uh, headed into that Christmas break with a really strong performance, uh, knocking off Adams State 74-65. to Trevor Baskin, 15 points, 10 rebounds. The double-double played uh, really well in that game. Another outstanding game from Blaze Street as well with 13 points, 4 assists, and 3 steals. But I want to talk about Mick McCurry a little bit because Mick came off the bench, career high 13 points, hit 3 out of 4 field goal attempts. Uh, Mick McCurry is a guy that I know that you really like coming off the bench, can provide a little bit of a, an offensive uh, splash for you uh, when he gets into the basketball game. Yeah, after that bad weekend several weeks ago, we lost to both Mines and Metro. Uh, you know, we kind of reevaluated some things, and one of the things we decided to try was moving Owen Coons more to the perimeter and then using Mick as in a more consistent role off the bench as kind of our third big. He does have the physicality to guard down there, and uh, he can stretch the floor with his shooting, and he's you know executes at a high level our concepts. So. Um, we felt like just making an investment, getting him a consistent role. He starts to get more and more comfortable on the floor. And what we saw against Adam State is what we see in practice a lot. And not, it's not going to do nothing but help his confidence grow. And, and uh, hopefully he's established himself in a consistent role here off the bench for us and, and giving us another physical body off the bench that can shoot. Yeah, I think that's always been something about watching Mick come off the bench is there's – I mean, he's – when I've seen him, it's been you know a guy that lo- is looking for his opportunity to shoot threes, but he does bring a very physical nature uh, to the floor. He does have that. There's a little bit of that uh, that that grit, that toughness that Mick McCurry brings in uh, to your lineup when he's on the floor. Yeah, sure. He's kind of got that Iowa strong thing. I least lived in Iowa for a while. <laughs> and there's something about being corn fed that. Uh, <laughs> I coached in that league, and it was a big physical league. There are a lot of grown men in that league, and, and Mick brings that, and, uh, and he's definitely tough, and, and he definitely understands our concepts. This is his fourth year in the program now, and uh, you know he's, he's really committed to what we're doing. Yeah, it comes from the uh, same hometown as my wife. Uh, see, he was at Washington, I believe. My wife went to Kennedy, so the, the rivals there in Cedar, Cedar Rapids, but uh, – I know she's she's thrilled that a, a former uh, Cedar Rapidian is playing for Colorado Mesa. We're talking with Mike DeGeorge, Maverick men's basketball coach, to get right ahead on the road to take on CSU Pueblo and also New Mexico Highlands on, on Friday and Saturday. And right now, 3-2 and two in the conference. I mean, it's been a, a good job these last three straight games, Mike, of, of getting things turned around for your basketball team. And I think you addressed part of that with, with taking a look at your rotation and, and how uh, how that needed to be maybe tweaked a little bit. Yeah, and I don't know that we're done figuring it out. I think that, you know, in each of those last three games that we've won, there were periods where we were really good and you could see what we could become. And then there were also stretches where we were were not good enough. And, um, you know, so it's one, about reaching that level of consistency. Two, still kind of dealing with this RMAC game plan where they just swarm the basketball and really force us to make shots. So how can we get enough shooting on the floor uh, you know, and uh, still be able to be a good defensive team because as we've added more shooting to the lineup, our defensive numbers haven't been quite as good. And so, you know, we have to find that balance and, um, you know, and then just that level of consistency. 
So on Friday, it's you had to Masari um, to take on CSU Pueblo. They're six and five overall. They're two and three in the conference right now, and uh, they've dropped two straight. They they lost to twelfth ranked Fort Lewis. 69-65, and then lost one at Rapid City to South Dakota Mines in overtime, 81-76. to So a, a team that's uh, looking to try to snap a two-game losing streak when they take on your Mavericks. Yeah, they're very good. They have their core group back from last year, and if, uh, if we played them at our place. And, um, you know, they, they were up big at the at the at that half, and we really had to fight. I mean, it was an incredible effort in that second half for us to come back and win that game. Uh, and they've added some some really quality pieces as well. And they're just a year older. Uh, last year they didn't defend great. You know they were in the lower tier of defending of, of, and defensive numbers in our league. And this year they're one of the top defensive teams in the league. So they've really committed at that end. And they have great athletes. And Liam Romero is their kind of lead guard that makes him go, and he can really score. And he really went off against us in that first half last year. And um, you know, so they're a dynamic team that'll be a big challenge for us. Like you mentioned, they've uh, made uh, big strides defensively. They're second in the conference in uh, in defense right now in terms of scoring defense. Uh, Leon Romero, as you mentioned, uh, player that's a year better, averaging almost 14 points per game. Meekness Payne is at 12.7 points per game. And uh, Makesh Morris at uh, almost 12 points per game. So those three guys have led the way in terms of being their, their double-digit scorers, Mike. Yeah, and uh, Payne's a big physical guy, and he had a good game against last year as well. Inside, he can kind of play in and out. And then uh, Morris is, is new, and, and he's really added another element to them, provided a little bit more shooting uh, for them, and uh, and is a good defender as well. So they, And then they just have a bunch of bigs that are long and athletic and, and uh, create real problems for you in their finishing. Codron Mesa men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us today on the Team Sports Network. And then Saturday, you go to Las Vegas, New Mexico to take on Highlands. Mike Dominguez uh, was on the staff previously, of course, uh, one of the all-time great Maverick basketball players as well during his career. And uh, so Mike's basketball team, uh, a team with with Dante uh, Moses that is uh, averaging 22.7 points per game, uh, one of the, the outstanding scores in the RMAC this season. It's always a tough one when you go to Las Vegas to take on Highlands. Uh, I think Mike's done a nice job of turning that program around. Yeah, they had a, like a senior-laden group last year that struggled early because coming out of the pandemic, they didn't play at all. They didn't practice or play the year before. So they got up to a slow start last year, um, and then they really finished uh, strong, and then that group graduated, and, and now he's got a new group in. And so he's kind of on the opposite side of the pandemic that we were on. You know, we kind of got a group in right before it hit, and then we got to play through it. He had this veteran group, and they didn't even get to practice really during during that whole year. So uh, it's kind of been tough timing for them. But he's got a young, uh, new group that's very talented, uh, and uh, they can really score the basketball, and, and they're a very dangerous team. Yeah, 5-7 and seven, uh, overall right now. They're 3-3. Three and three in conference play and uh, they've uh, split in their last four games are coming off a win against South Dakota Mines 82 to 80. What are some of the changes you've seen Mike? Uh, you mentioned that was a senior laden team senior laden team last year. Some of the the challenges, some of the things that the Mike's had to kind of tweak with this basketball team as opposed to what he had last year. Well, they're playing a similar style that the you know, they had a, like a 6-9 center who transfer who's a like a on the all-freshman team at Boston College last year, you know, it, as a senior who bounced around a little bit, who's very talented, 
but maybe wasn't as consistent. And so I was trying to figure out what to do with him. And then they had this elite shooting guard who'd also uh, been at a couple of different places. But when he got going, you just couldn't stop him. This year they're a little bit more balanced. Uh, you know, they're defending better. Uh, and I think they're big, shoot it better from the perimeter. So, you know, they, they create some different challenges, but they're still, you know, kind of pressing and, and staying within that whole system. Uh, and, and his personnel really fits their style of play. Conrad Mesa men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. Uh, of course, these are the first games after the holiday break. Uh, what's, what's the plan always for you to try to get the rust knocked off as quick as possible for since I mean you're playing Friday and Saturday, guys are getting back to work. You know, you know, early in the week. Is there is there a formula that, that helps maybe get that uh, get guys back into the swing of things? Gets that not that rust knocked off. If you do, you have a a plan that you use every time when it comes out of the when you come out of the holiday break to to kind of get guys back well, into the swing of things. Yeah, it's a really tough deal because uh, I've overreacted to it and we've practiced too hard some years and then we end up. Uh, on that second day with dead legs, uh, which isn't good. And then, you know, I've underreacted to it some years, and we kind of tried to take it easy on them and kind of ease into things. And then we really weren't in game, you know, sort of toughness mode yet. And so what I found kind of works best, and it was totally outside of our control because the NCAA has this mandatory seven days off that ended yesterday. So today's the first day anybody, any Division two in the country can practice. So everybody's in the same boat that we all get three days and then we have to play, and we've all had a pretty long break. And so, um, you know, our, I think what works best is, number one, is the guys do some stuff during the break. <laughs> so what we try to get them to do is, like, listen, you need a mental break, but you can't lose it physically. So what we tried to get them to do is kind of do something every other day. And if they just – got a ball in their hands and got some conditioning and did a uh, lift or, and shot a little bit like every other day, that makes a big difference. And then, you know, the, our goal will be to go short so they don't lose their legs, but intense so they get back into the right frame of mind uh, these next three days and, uh, you know, slowly kind of work our way back in. And the other thing you can do, which we will do, we have, we're fortunate enough to, be able to do that. We will play a few more guys this weekend. Uh, we're not going to go down to like a seven or eight man rotation, uh, you know, we'll probably try to play 10, 11 guys this weekend, try to limit guys' minutes just a little bit. Um, if we Hopefully we're in a position to do that. And one of the things I, I've kind of noticed this year, you know, Elijah Knutson had a good game against Adam State. He had nine points. Mentioned Mick McCurry and the, and the job that he did. Uh, you know, Owen Kuntz coming off the bench. I mean, it, it seems like right now you, you have more depth than you've maybe had in a couple of seasons. And, and, and so that's certainly – plays you know plays well for you right now considering you know some guys might have be a little a uh, little rusty and maybe not quite in in normal shape after coming off the holiday break it's kind of a nice lecture to have some of this depth that you have right now yeah and you know uh sam goulet has given us some good minutes yeah. and <clears throat> kind of been out of the mix since we uh since uh we had that bad weekend and uh, Christian Speller got an opportunity early, and, and he has not played significant minutes of late. But both those guys are capable of helping us uh, as well. And so, you know, we'll just kind of see how things progress here over these next few weeks. But it would be great uh, if we're in a position to play, go a little deeper this weekend and uh, continue to try to figure out exactly what combinations are working the best for us. I mean, it is one of the challenges when you have a little bit more depth is you got to figure out 
it's not just about the five best players. It's about the five that play best together. And I still think uh, we're kind of working that out. We had an interesting, if you look at our plus minus, all of the guys off the bench have a plus, but when they're in the game, we have a positive and all of our starters are negative, which was really surprising to me other than Mac, uh, Reniker, who's uh, who's one of you know he just impacts the games in ways that it's hard to quantify, but you know he's impacting it, and um, and so he's a positive. Now part of that is is that you know um, we've played our bench more minutes against some of the the lesser opponents we've had when we've kind of had big leads, and so they've they're in more of a plus situation. But you know there's some things for us still to work out, and we have small sample sizes, so it's a little hard to know for sure. Uh, what what combinations are working the best for us right now.